Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells and we're just having another great day today. Man, this is the day the Lord has made and I will rejoice in it. I want to encourage you to always declare over your day, declare over yourself and declare what Yahweh is saying to you. And this morning when I was engaging Yahweh, he began to talk to me. He said, you know, some of my people, and I mean some, like 99.9%, right? We always got that one that it doesn't seem, but a lot of people go through what they call a desert experience. Are you listening to me this morning? Have you ever been through a desert experience? And you say, well, what do you mean, uh, Sagima Bay, a desert experience? How do you go through a desert experience when you're up in the up here? Well, it's still possible because it's part of Yahweh's training program. And it's kind of like it's in the Matrix, right? I love that movie, The Matrix. I encourage you to watch The Matrix and look in the spirit. Uh, Yahweh speaks to me through movies all the time because I go into the spirit realm to look at the spirit of it, not the natural. A lot of natural stuff is junk. But the spirit realm has so much that it can say that Yahweh's saying. And so, you know, but there's this, this time in your life where you're in the waiting. Uh, I know everyone loves that, right? If you're like me, uh, one of my issues I have to deal with is being a little more patient in waiting on the word of the Lord to tarry. And, uh, or should I say, waiting why the word of the Lord tarries. And so, you know, when you get in this place, and a lot of people throughout your life, you get into a waiting place on something. Maybe not on everything. I mean, you may have it all together, and everything's coming together, but there's that one thing, right? There's that one thing you've been waiting on. It's like, okay, Yahweh. Okay, Yahweh. What, what's going on? What's going on? Well, I was able to um, be at the 30th anniversary for my apostle, Apostle Aaron Smith from the Rock Church, which is now the Gates of Zion in Mobile, Alabama. Incredible ministry, incredible minister, incredible apostle. I mean, it's why who I am today is because of the standard he's led in my life. And so um, in the first part, you know, I was watching, you know, all these things that uh, that, that, that Yahweh was showing that Yahweh's done uh, over these 30 years. And But there's something that stood out to me. And what stood out to me was there came an appointed time. And see, uh, the Bible says to do not be weary in well-doing, for if you do not faint, you will reap the prize. I want to say this again. Do not be weary in well-doing, because if you do not faint, you will receive the prize. There's another scripture is almost not as positive that it says, you know, if a man takes his hand, put it to the plow, but then takes it off the plow, he's not worthy of the plowshare. Meaning that, you know, you stopped working, you didn't uh, finish, complete your route to be worthy to receive the reward. And so it's some strong encouragement on that one. Uh, not so much on the positive end. I always prefer the positive side. But there's a reality that if you're fishing and you don't catch any fish and you put up your bait and you put up your rod and reel, um, you won't catch nothing. And that was really my story most of my fishing years of my life. The few times I went fishing, I was never a fisherman. And uh, I love water, though, so I love going out on the boat. But, you know, if that fish wasn't like as soon as I put it in the water, jumping on that worm or the shrimp or whatever we were using, the live bait or the fake bait, um, I was ready to put on the DVD player. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, you know, they don't want no noise in the boat or nothing. And uh, I just didn't have the patience for it. So guess who did not catch the fish? Once in a blue moon, I'd throw it in and have a quickie, right? Have a little perch on it or something or a little bluegill. And um, going back to my freshwater fishing days with my dad out in Seminoles Pond. And so, um, but usually, uh, no, I just did not have the patience for it. Well, you know, that is something that we can't uh, subscribe to the word of the Lord. Uh, think about Noah. I want to talk about Noah real quick. Why? Because his promise, for one thing, he was like around 600 years old. We can't even fathom that, right? I mean, I can't even fathom that. And then think about it. He gets a word to build a boat out in a desert, basically, a big field, right? There's no water around. I, mean, I don't know if we ever put those two and two together. It's like, hey, listen, go build a boat that will be unmovable. It will be so big that nothing could move it. So basically, you're building a boathouse on land is what people make in front of you, right? Oh, by the way, it's going to take 100 years. Do you know how big of a boat has to be to take 100 years? I mean, the dude was not a slow builder. He had a few helpers, not a lot, his family. But come on, I mean, how long does it take to build the ark? So he's got over a 100 years of building. Can you comprehend that? More than the average person in the world will live today. Building a promise that no one agreed to, that no one joined into, that no one could see. No one said, you know what, that is the way of escape, that is the life. No, they made fun of it. What are you doing building this atrocity out here in the middle of nowhere? It's never rained on the planet yet. We've not seen rain. We don't know what rain is. And you're talking about it's going to flood and carry this big boat away? You're a cuckoo. So, I mean, he's got every opposition you can imagine coming against him Why he's learning to persevere the word of the Lord. See, when you learn to persevere the word of the Lord, you say, well, how does this relate to going into the up here? How does this relate to living on the other side of the veil? Well, the reality is you still are a three-part being and you live in each part. And what you do in heavenly realms is usually a lot more than what you're capable of doing in the natural realm and to the natural realm is in full alignment with the heavenly realm in that area because we are compartmentalized. Thank God. Uh, if it wasn't, we wouldn't get much of nothing because we have so much, you know, this ain't 100% correct, but don't have that, you know, all the way moved out. But Yahweh allows us as we grow from grace to grace, from um, what the Lord says in a word, precept upon precept, he allows us to take on a little little bit more out of the heavenly realm and bring it down to the framework in the earthly realm and to function in it, even though some of the other parts of us may not be in 100% alignment. This is called the grace of God. You think every one of these ministers have everything perfect that does all these things? No, we, we, we put our pants on just like anyone else. We wake up with headaches sometimes. Uh, we have every issue you can think of that anyone else has. It's just that is Yahweh's grace. To say, I'm with you and I honor what you do. So let's go back to this persevering in the desert. Because someone needed to hear this. Because it may not be a complete desert. It may not be like, I mean, you may have the perfect marriage. You may have the perfect job. You may have the perfect health. You may have the perfect this, the perfect that. But there is that one thing that you wanted to get accomplished in life. That one thing you felt that Yahweh wanted you to do. That one thing that seemed like it would never come to pass. And you're like, where in the world is this? Or worse, you done let it get so dormant. It's in the background faded out into eternity past. 
And that's what happens a lot of times. And we don't believe no more. We don't hope no more. Uh, we basically have given up on the word of the Lord. Oh, we'll say, oh, yeah, well, you know, God said that. You know, I'm believing for that. But, you know, we're not really believing for it. We're making do. We're making do. And Yahweh, he says, you know, I allow us to go through the desert that we get out of the making do attitude. That we get out of the, um, you know, I won't believe until the end attitude. That we will believe no matter what we see. We will believe no matter what we say. We will believe no matter what's before us. We will believe no matter what's coming our way. You know, uh, the Bible says that you have to have faith. I want you to go to faith for a moment. Because you have to have faith in any area of your Christian walk. Faith is the currency of the earth and faith is the currency of heaven. Now, when you get into the spirit realm and go on the other side of the veil through the blood covenant of Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, you'll step out of faith into what you call a knowing. Because once you know something, there's no need to have faith. I know that I breathe in oxygen. So even though I can't see oxygen, I don't have to have faith that there's oxygen in this hotel room that I'm in. I just automatically breathe and automatically know it. Well, you know, once you get a revelation of something, you go from faith to knowing. But we still have to have faith in so many areas of our life as Yahweh is grooming us and developing us for his purpose. And one thing also the desert does, it breeds out anything that shouldn't have went along for the ride. That's one of the really things I think that Yahweh uses a desert experience for the most is to breed out anything, just is work it out, just break it out of anything that shouldn't come along for the rod that will be with you at the day of promotion because there is an appointed day. So I want to encourage you today to remember the words that Yahweh has spoken to you and declare into the heavens, there is an appointed day. Thank you, Yeshua. There is an appointed day in my life to have the fullness of the word of God to come to pass. Well, I love you. You are beautiful. I will see you tomorrow. Shalom.